welcome to St. Colin's Podcast. On this episode, we'll be joined by three special guests, accumulating to 20 All-Irelands, three All-Stars, and a former Young Hurler of the Year Award. We'll also be getting the predictions of students and teachers here at St. Colman's for the upcoming All-Ireland Final. I'm Seamus Branagh. Me, Matthew Bulger. Me, Quentin Joyce. Uh, our first topic of conversation will be whether or not Aaron Glan will make it back for the final after his injury in the semi versus Galway. Matthew, what do you have to say on this? I'm doubtful he'll make it. He, he had to get off the pitch very early as he had a back injury and ended up in hospital with Joe Canning. I personally don't think he'll be fit because, as he's recovering from a back injury. I think he'll start on the bench and come on, I'd say, after 50 minutes because um, he's, he's still a good fella to come on off the bench, give the lads a good morale boost and everything, but um, yeah, I don't think he'll start on Yeah, there's a lot of reports of not only back injury but also potentially kidney or spleen problems, although none of it confirmed as Limerick have stayed very quiet on this issue. Um, however, if he does play, there'll be a very interesting, it'll be very interesting to see how Ty DeBarco will play. Will he play in a similar, similar role to how Park Mannion played when Galway played versus Limerick in the semi-final, kind of sitting in front of Aaron Glan, just cutting off that cross-field ball that Limerick liked to play? Yeah, I, I think the same there on that issue. That uh, I don't know where Tyreke Burker will. I don't know where he'll sit if Aaron Glenn doesn't start, as they've been all crossfield ball going into Aaron Glenn. Yeah, the Emirates style play is very direct. Like they like to play it through the lines, quick hands, you know, hand passing, then long ball in. But um, Tyreke Burker is very good at covering the space, so I don't, you know, it'll be different who whoever plays for forward. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see as well. Will Will this mean Tyreke Burker maybe gets to play in a more attacking role that we don't often get to see? Our next conversation now will be on Stephen Bennett and Grode Hagerty, two of the front runners for Hurdle of the Year. It'll be a very interesting matchup now. See, you know, who can score more, who can make a big statement in the All Ireland final, maybe stake their claim for the Hurdle of the Year award. Matthew, who do you fancy on this one? I personally think it'll go to whoever wins All Ireland, whoever puts in the biggest performance in this match. I think this match will be the decider of the Hurdle of the Year. They're pretty much point for point, more than less back along. So I think this match will be the the big decider on this. No one remembers the All Ireland semi finals or anything like that, the qualifiers. They all remember the All Ireland final and who won the hurdle year. This will come down to the last couple of minutes of the game, see who can push on, who can get the team over the line. Personally, I think Grod Hegarty will get it. He's just played very consistently good, always been you know, up there. But um, I'd love to see Stephen Bennett get it, but I think Grod Hegarty will. Yeah, and uh, of course, when looking at their scoring, you have to remember Stephen Bennett is taking the freeze for water with Grode Hagerty just playing a normal wing forward role for Limerick. Nothing special, no extra scores coming from set plays, where Stephen Bennett does have that advantage. Uh, next, we'll be discussing the issue for water for the corner back, with Shane Fives reports to be available for the final. However, Ian Kenny has been playing very consistently throughout the championship and has much more pace than Fives, who usually prefers to play a full back role, now solidified by Conor Prunty. Who do you think you would go with on this one, Matthew? I, I would personally start Ian Kenny and then put on Shane Fives as Shane Fives has a lot of experience playing with Waterford he knows how they work he knows he knows how, to, how it's done so I personally think that he'll come on after Ian Kenny as Ian Kenny will have the legs that will be better than Shane Fives to mark them um, to mark them Limerick corner forwards Yeah I think Ian Kenny will start because you know he's been playing every match so far so he's he knows the championship better he knows the, the, there's more pressure from fella coming back from injury, he mightn't be hundred percent fit. So if, I, I think leave him on the bench. I don't think bring him on. I don't, I don't think they'll be on a position to bring a corner back onto the pitch. Um, but hopefully he'll get some game time because he's given a lot to Walter Hearn over the years. 
Yeah, and of course, with very pacey full forward lines such as Graham Mulcahy, Peter Casey, potentially Aaron Glam, we don't know about that injury, but it, it could be very hard for Conor Prunty just coming back from an injury. Or sorry, Shane Fives to come back from an injury. Um, next, we'll move on to some of our key matchups. So, first, we'll take Dan Marcy versus Austin Gleason. Shane, what do you think of this matchup? Yeah, it could be interesting with Dan Morrissey tending to play quite deep as a full back, whereas Austin Gleeson as a full forward does roam the midfield quite a lot. He likes to get on a lot of ball and create much more for his teammates rather than score himself. So it could be an interesting one to see if Gleeson does pull out. What will Morrissey do? Will he stay back or will he follow him out? Matthew? I, I personally think Austin Gleeson would like to hit Dan Morrissey a few shoulders, push him off the ball, make him big and strong before... This gives Dan Morris a good impression about Austin Gleeson's strength is really like, and when he gets ball to hand, that it is going over or it's under the, under the bar. The next matchup is Darren Burns and Stephen Bennett. I personally think Stephen Bennett will have the freeze of, and he'll have the pace and he will put over points and stuff. What do you think, James? Yeah, look, Darren Burns is a very good hurler. However, Stephen Bennett has been a stand-up player for Waterford this year. He's top scorer by a mile, and look, he's just he's playing the best hurling of his life, and he's made a real breakthrough this year. Yeah, Dermot Burns is a very uh, skillful, he's very powerful, um, you can even see he's really good at the long range striking, he, he takes the long range freeze for Limerick, but um, I think Stephen Bennett is a lot more skillful, he's way, he's way more skill, he's way more um, power, he's way more speed, um, he's able to close down players faster, you can see he even closed down on Murphy a couple of times, put, um, Kilkenny backs under pressure but um, yeah I think Stephen Bennett will break down the defence more than uh, Damon Burns will Yeah so on to our next matchup we have uh, Jack Fagan versus Kyle Hayes this could be a massive aerial battle in the Watford half forward line with Stephen Bennett or sorry Stephen O'Keefe often targeting his puck outs on Jack Fagan um, Jack Fagan oh, he took at least five or six balls high above the Kilkenny half back line in the semi-final it was an amazing display um, however, Kyle Hayes, being six foot six, one of the biggest hurlers around, it could be a serious challenge for Jack Fagan and Stephen O'Keefe to work out those puckouts. Matthew, what's your take on this? Yeah, look, they're look, they're two very young hurlers. They're they don't they're lacking experience, but they know how to play the game. They know how the game works. They're very good when they get ball to hand and everything. Two very in, in, inexperienced hurlers come face to face. It'll really show who's the better hurler. And then the. the yeah, Jack Fagan gives Waterford two outlets. He gives them an attacking puck out and he also gives them a very good defensive puck out. Um, every ball that comes down to him, he either catches it, he bats it. He, he, and when he catches it, he just breaks through the fence. You can see he caught a couple of balls and led to two goals. Um, Kyle Hayes is really good pace. He's, he was sent to forward when they won the All-Ireland. So he gives, he's obviously good at defence, but he's even good at attacking as well so that's that gives uh, Limerick um, more of an edge going forward into the attack uh, rather than Waterford Yeah and of course as uh, Quentin mentioned Limerick's last win in 2018 in the All-Ireland however before that they had a long long wait as Waterford had Limerick hadn't won it since 1973 with Waterford now waiting since 1959 so Limerick have already broken their curse can Waterford do the same Sunday I guess we'll just have to wait and see Matthew, do you think they can do it? I personally think they'll, that they'll do it. I think Waterford will lose by two points. Aaron Glenn will be a big loss for Limerick. He'll cost Limerick a few points being out. But look, if he if he's can be there, he can be there. But um, I personally think that, that'll be the decider in the game. 
Yeah, I think Watford will be very slow to start. I think it won't be till 40, 45 minutes before they kick on in the second in the subs. Um, personally, think that Neil Montgomery should start over Jack Dillon. I think the rest of the starting lineup should stay the same. Uh, so I think if Waterford use their subs right, I think they'll get over the edge in the end. Yeah, and personally, I think I think Waterford could just have an edge on Limerick. However, it'll be uh, a big deciding factor now if Waterford can start strong as they've started fairly poorly recently and have needed big comebacks. Uh, hope, they'll be hoping on Sunday not to need one of those, but you never know what they can provide. So, Mr. Condon, uh, what's your prediction for Sunday's All-Ireland? Um, I think Limerick will just about edge it. And who would you give Harder of the Year to this year? Um, probably Garrod Hegarty. And who's your prediction for a man of the match on Sunday? Man of the match Sunday, Keane Lynch. Uh, Mr. Splann, teacher in our school and uh, Cork fullback. So, sir, who do you think will win on Sunday? Um, I think it's going to be very close. I think both teams have been showing a very good form. Um, I think Waterford after a few, a great year, a few brilliant wins, really probably nearly the form team coming to the All-Ireland final, but Limerick have been extremely solid all year. I think they've won every match they've played, so I think Limerick will shade it, but I think it'll be very close. And uh, so who would you give Hurler of the Year to this year? Um, I think there's a lot of candidates, really. Uh, Obviously, Tony Kelly's former player to start the year. He has to be in contention, but probably exited the All-Ireland too soon. Um, I think on the Limerick side, you have the leading contention, probably Garrod Hegarty, and he's probably in the lead, maybe Tom Morrissey. And then for Waterford, you probably have Stephen, a couple of candidates for Waterford too. I'd say Stephen Bennett, Callum Lyons, Ty DeBork have all a brilliant year. So I think it'll depend who wins. Who wins it? I think if Limerick win it, a Limerick player will get it, and if Waterford won, the Waterford players will get it, and who plays well then in the All Ireland final? Here with us, the school vice principal, Mr. Queenie. So, sir, who do you think will win Sunday? Uh, Limerick, unfortunately. And who do you think will get man the match? Uh, I think it'll be between uh, Kyle Hayes for Limerick and um, Bennett for Waterford. And who do you give her the year to? I think if Bennett plays well on Sunday, he'll get it. Yeah, perfect, thanks, sir. School teacher and Limerick native, Mr. Donnelly. So, sir, how much will Waterford win by on Sunday? Uh, that will depend on if Limerick turn up or not. If Limerick play better than what they've done all year, I think Limerick will win. However, with the way Limerick are playing at the moment, I think the game is going to be very tight. And who's your prediction for man of the match? Again, that'll be dependent on who wins the game. Uh, if Limerick win the game, I think Keane Lynch will have a big shout. And if Waterford win the game someone like Bennett or maybe even Austin Gleeson. And who would you give Hurler the year to this year? I would think the same as the previous question, answer. Uh, Limerick win, Garrod Hegarty definitely uh, Hurler the year. And for me then Bennett from Waterford would be Hurler the year for Waterford win. I have school teacher and St. Coleman's podcast coordinator, Miss Gubbins. So Miss, who do you think will win on Sunday? Limerick. And who will be your man in the match? Kyle Hayes. And who do you think will win Hurler of the Year this year? Stephen Bennett. Perfect, thanks miss. Let's go to the Five in the Line segment and listen to their interview with former Young Hurler of the Year in 2007, All-Star winner in 2014, over 10 years on the Limerick Senior Hurling panel, with an All-Ireland medal from 2018, and former GPA chairman Seamus Hickey. Alright lads, you spoke to Seamus back in November, let's listen to who he predicted for the final. Um... 
so this one's harder to tell than other years um, because because of the nature of the format and the fact that it's so condensed um, and even with the qualifiers now uh, with Tim playing Cork and, and Wexford playing Clare you're going to have you're going to have we're going to have a, a, a handful of really, really good teams that are, that are gone from the championship um, in the space of four weeks. So um, Limerick are extremely good. Um, they have they have a cohort of players that, you know, a real core of players that, that are probably in their prime where you're talking about uh, 23, 24, 25. You know, the vast majority of our team is in that bracket. Um, and physically, they're they're just a very, they're very intimidating team. Now, look up then, Bit further up north and to the west, you've got Galway. In terms of physicality, they match up really well with Limerick, um, uh, and they would have. And, and I suppose that's when Limerick won the All Ireland. Uh, it was one of the things that we would have identified as really needing to match up against them and their physicality to match that, and then try and let our game plan, you know, move the ball quickly and, and, and stay away from, from from their strength. But this year, you know, Limerick and Galway are really strong. Um, Tip have never won back to back since the you know since the seventies. So like it's been a long time since since they've actually been able to do that. So I and even I suppose the game against Limerick, you would maybe Liam Sheedy isn't going to read too much into that, but it's uh, it's probably something that they're they're probably a little bit worried about, and, and, and the fact that they, they do have that bit of history against them. Uh, so you know if you're talking about favourites, you're looking at Galway you know, or in the Leinster final, you're looking at. Limerick, who are in the Munster final, and but the nature of the, the the championship being like it is this year, all it takes is is, is one game, um, like last year when Kilkenny Trump and Limerick, and just bring in a better game on the day, it can happen again. But for me, you know, a, a Limerick Galway final looks like what I'd see right now. Uh, so, Connor, um, who do you think will win the match on Sunday? I think Limerick will win the match. So, who do you think will win the Player of the Year? Uh, Garrod Hagerty, I think he's been brilliant all year. And who do you think will win the man of the match? I think Graham Mulcahy because the Waterford fullback is isn't great, and he can really sc- he can score a lot inside there. It's interesting you said Graham Mulcahy because when we spoke to Richie McCarthy, this is what he had to say. Uh, Richie, who's the best player you played against? Training for Limerick, I'd have to say Graham O'Tahi. Um He's just so fast, and even if you break past him in a tackle, he'd be following you, he'd be hooking you, he'd be blocking you. And when you face him one on one, he's just a serious, he's serious speed and a serious sidestep. So that's um, probably the best player I've played against. Thanks, Richie. That was Richie McCarthy, former Limerick hurler. Now to another Richie. Welcome to the St. Coleman's podcast, 15 time All Ireland champion with two All-Stars to his name. It's former Kenny Great, Richie Power. Hi, Richie, how are you? Good, how was your things, are you, man? Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, first, we're just going to start off with um, a few predictions for the match on Sunday, the All-Ireland. Um, who do you see coming out on top in this one? Um, yeah, it's, look, it's a tough one, really. You know, I, I predicted Limerick to win the All-Ireland at the start of the year. Um, you know, I've been very impressed with them over the last three seasons, I think. If a bit of luck last year, they'd, they'd be going for three in a row this year. So, you know, I, I tipped Limerick at the start of the year. I'm going to stick with Limerick, but I, I would give Watford a, a savage chance. And, um, you know, I think like everyone out there, you'd love to see Watford, you know, get over the line. So, but I, I just think Limerick will have too much in the home straight. So I'd, 
I'm going. I'm not going to go against my original tip, so I'm. I'm going to tip Limerick to come out on top by you know three or four points. I think. Yeah. Um. And where do you see this match being one loss? What do you think of the key matchups here? Um. I look, the middle third really. You know, there's there's going to be so many bodies around the middle third. I think it's it's going to be who comes out on top physically. Um. You know, you look back to the Munster final, twenty five points to twenty one. There was no goal chances created in the Munster final. Um. I think. I think Waterford will have to score two or three goals in order to win this game. But I definitely think around the middle third, and you look at guys like Garrod Hegarty, Tom Morrissey, Kyle Hayes, Declan Hannon, Dermot Burns, you know, they're, they're all six foot plus guys. Um, you have Keane Lynch thrown in there as well, Will O'Donoghue. I, I just think Limerick will carry a little bit too much physicality in the middle third for Waterford. And I think, I think that's where the game is going to be won or lost. And, um, you know, you look at Limerick, they haven't scored a goal in the last two games, but they're, capable of, of popping over 30 plus points and I, I think that's the way they'll set up on, on Sunday they'll be happy enough to, to take their points from out the field and you know curtail Watford goal threat as well so um, definitely the middle third is I, is I think where this game is going to be won or lost uh, Richie who do you see being man of the match in the game being most key player um, yeah I suppose look it's, it's, it's a strange one when you think about man of the match you know I suppose ninety nine percent of the time a forward more or less kind of gets the gets awarded the man of the match award, you know, if they if they have a good game. But as I said, you're looking around the middle third. Um I think the likes of Keane Lynch could could have a huge impact on this game. You know, as I as I mentioned already, Garrod Hegarty is probably in line for, for hurler of the year if he has a good all Ireland final. Tom Morrissey is in the same boat. So, you know, you're looking at those players and then on the Watford side of things, Ty the Burka has been absolutely outstanding centre back this year. Um, Austin Gleeson had a had an awesome semi-final so if he can up his performance again he's going to be there thereabouts and you know Jack Fagan, and Stephen Bennett is in running for 100 a year as well so you know as I said it's probably all forwards I've mentioned there because you know I suppose nine times out of ten it's, it's a forward that normally gets the accolades um, but I, I definitely think you know a player around that, that middle third of the field if they have an impact on this game could, could uh, scoop the, the man of the match award Richie, just um, going back there, you said the lanes you listed there, they're all big physical men. Do you think that physicality is coming into hurling hugely? Big men is what you need? Um, to a certain extent, yeah. You know, and, and in particular around this time of the year. Like, obviously, look, we're in, we're in very strange times with, with the All-Ireland final being played in December. It's winter hurling. Um, now, look, obviously, the, the pitch, we're going to have a great surface in Crow Park, but, you know, it's going to be... It's going to be damp. Uh, the ball is probably not going to be travelling as far and there's going to be a lot of rooks. So definitely, look, physicality has become a big part of hurling over the last couple of years. And you can see that with Limerick. I think I think everyone bar Sean Finn on the Limerick team is over six foot, you know. So like that in itself is, is an amazing stat. And, you know, we've, we've seen the dominance that they've had. I know they didn't win the All-Ireland last year, but for me, you know, they were, they were very unlucky. And um, as I said, they, they quite possibly could be going for three in a row on Sunday. Thanks, Richie. Wow, what a great perspective from the all-time greats. We'll have more of Richie's interview in future episodes where he'll tell us all about his victory over Coleman's in 2003 Dr. Crow Cup, as well as some of the pivotal moments in his hurling career. We're now coming to the end of this episode, and we'll finish up with our St. Coleman's poll, predicting Sunday's game. 52% say Limerick, with 48% backing Waterford. Right, lads, get your championship haircuts and have the TV at the ready. Thanks for listening to our St. Coleman's podcast, and make sure to tune in next week. Up there.